guy, uh, let's play ball. Um, and yeah. I mean, there's a yes. lot of this. Like, I'm going out to the stadium tomorrow. Um, Yankee Stadium? Up. You're going to, that's really, the Yankees are So, so town, hold on though. a second. It's now the stadium in the Bronx, right? Because it's not Yankee Stadium anymore. And, and, and it's probably an apropos name because uh, honestly, there's, there's, there's no, there's no field of that place. Oh, you're going to Shea Stadium tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to no, Shea Stadium. Yeah. Going to Shea Stadium. And, yeah. and okay, no, it's fine. I would think uh, nine out of eight at seven out of ten Yankee fans who are truly honest uh-huh. would indicate that uh, the baseball experience at the new Shea Stadium, also known as City Field, City Field, is right, 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 more uh, welcoming. Appealing, that which appealing. We I mean, right. up in up in the Bronx at 161st Street. So uh, whatever, dude. That's okay. Look, I mean, but you guys are there to win, and you're there to not have facial hair buttoned up the Yankee way. I all those things with you. Listen, you find you find it um, the Yankee Stadium. You find it just large and find you know, it Noah, taking yeah. all the 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 sort of this sense. Dude, of, that place used to rock, man. You know, back yeah. in the days of uh, uh, Reggie. You know. Sure, um, sure. And, and your boy Chambliss, even when you had your big four. Um, you know, it's interesting you mentioned Chambliss. I will tell you that home run against the, the Royals, Royals at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. You got to remember, I was probably, what, 13, 12, 13 years old. That was one of my first real great sports memories. I mean, the Knicks won in 73, but I was young. And remember, back then, they weren't televising. It wasn't that big a deal. So that Chambliss well, home run was like, whoa. What's great about the Chambliss home run, and I was there. Okay. Wow. So nice. um, Brett like hit that. Brett hit three home runs that game, right? No, no, no. I don't think. Yeah, no. But all right. Well, I was at the w- Chambliss game because what what I what I remember being confronted with, um, and was are we running onto the field or not? Um, and and if you think about sporting moments, it, not that long ago, but absolutely in 1976, when 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 the Yankees went to the postseason for the first time in forever, it seemed like. Um, he couldn't get around the bases because he was getting mobbed by fans. I mean, can you imagine that today? It's incredible. Um, or, or at a basketball game, like after the next one, and, and everybody stormed the court. That happened. That was, that was, by the way, that was October. I've just looked it up. October 14th, 1976. So I was 12, soon to be a 13-year-old. So I'm seventh grade, probably. And well, you were kind of a young hood. Deal. I mean, the, your, what was the name of your gang from Croton? Harmon Hoods. You were just getting into your your kind of that nasty period where sure. you were kind of a badass. I was only sure. ten. I was still a mama's boy. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, look. But listen, so you're going to say tomorrow. That's great. I think the dark night's going to be on the hill. So for the birds of or right. of, of Baltimore. Right, and we got to talk about the markets because it was it was a dark morning this morning yes, it was. when, when yes, it uh, was. I looked up at the screens and I listened to Stan Drunkenmiller telling everybody that the dollar's. Uh, not going to be a reserve currency anytime soon. That the interest expense on on uh, uh, you know our bloated treasury balance sheet is going to be thirty percent of GDP at some point in the near future. But we'll talk about that in a second. But the dark night tomorrow at City Field, and as a Met fan, happy to just stop this right there uh, and yeah. tell you, I think Matt Harvey might have been one of the most overrated athletes um, in any city. <laughs> at any time, <laughs> um, even when he was good, because it's the most ridiculous. This is a guy that's never done anything other than strike out a few guys in an all-star game. I remember asking you <laughs> at the heyday of the dark night, I said, um, would you trade him to the Red Sox, which is where he should have been playing all right. along, for the right. shortstop, right. And I want to say Mookie Betts. I probably said no. 
I and you said absolutely not and i'm like okay yeah and you listen i probably agree with you at the time what was the short i can't think of the shortstop for some anyway it wasn't xander bogarts was yeah it? it was xander that's right it was xander yeah, bogarts. a young said, a young yes. xander bogarts who now has turned into one of the best players in the game and that would have been a great trade by me to have pulled off if i put my gm cap on that that one day by the way this was really when we, the early days of, of commercial break when in fact these were the conversations <laughs> going on in commercial break um and and you're right and look, the Dark Knight, it's with great irony that he, that remember, he left City Field. I was about to go chase in. He left yeah. City Field um, as a guy who really, uh, you know, needed and lost his way. Um, but in his days in New York, he was a thrower, not a pitcher. And I, I like think he's come back to town as a pitcher um, after his thoracic syndrome and, and, a, and a, I don't know if it was a, a rotator a but a, and yeah, listen, a lot of starts he silenced the bats in the bronx a couple weeks he ago did. um well, which was that's you know been easy to, you guys are all or nothing up there man so i mean you know when you guys learn to play small ball um that's fine <laughs> you know that's fine i love that small ball bullshit and you know it's <laughs> bullshit as well as i do you know the guys that call the fan and say how come we don't hit and run anymore and steal bases uh, uh, i mean uh, come yeah. on it's the most uh, a stone base, oh, and I said this, it's look, the most overrated. Some, some it's days, such a, no, some it's such days a your big bullshit. boppers aren't going to go, they're not going to down nothing. Line. And yeah, the hit but, and run, oh, they, they hit look, and run, they pulled off to great. That that look, works about nine times a year. I look, mean, didn't come Aaron on. Judge pull a rib cage last year or something? <laughs> I mean, you know, trying to swing, you know, dial nine every single time. I mean, it's not necessarily how you win yeah. ballgames. Those lat injuries can be lingering. Yes, I know what you're you doing. Know? I know so. what you're doing. Um, right. So, so uh, <laughs> in, in terms of, look, the market for the last two years uh, and, and really up until uh, about five days ago, uh, you had a 30% move in the S&P in some odd 120 sessions. I mean, that, that's incredible. Incredible. Um, and, and I would make an argument that the, mar the market was just a thrower. Early Nolan the, Ryan. Or yeah, early like, Nolan yeah. Ryan flamethrower hadn't harnessed it's, I like it's that. didn't really know how to how to pitch yet um because you had the the dual combo of a fed gone wild and the prospect not yet uh during the earlier part of this run but now um not just the prospect but the delivery of of i think i mean almost, almost fiscal follow-through sure, so you sure. got a double-barreled cannon it's it's like when you can throw a 101 and paint the corners uh, and like, then throw like, an Uncle Charlie like that falls Araldus, right off the like, like Araldus Chapman is doing right now before like, your very eyes. He's having a great year. But again, the, the, the market um, was possessing a, a, uh, a number one fastball and a number one curveball. Um, and, and really, so the question is, you know, the market today, this morning, we, we refer to this, this uh, uh, dark morning after uh, discussing some dark nights. Stan Drunkenmiller for folks who don't know who he is, is clearly sh and should be one of the most respected market voices as uh, a longtime outperformer, hedge fund manager. And he was out there on CNBC after uh, penning an op-ed uh, mm. that talked about the danger uh, of, of what the Fed has done. And, and I don't need to tell you about that. Uh, I feel like it's something that we discuss nonstop yeah. uh, and you're particularly vocal. So what do you think about Stan the man? You know, he, he was the first. He also said that he has no way of knowing, you know, how this or when this thing will end. And he has been paring down some equity risk over the last four or five months. And he's not suggesting things are going to fall off a cliff tomorrow. 
and he has the luxury of popping in, you know, once every six months and making comments like to that. Say that. We, yeah. we don't. You have to yep. respect his opinion and the fact that it sort of lines up with a lot of things that I think we both have thought for a while sort yep. of helps. But I think to your point, I think that's why the market took that early bath and why it's, you know, it's been recovering the rest of the day. We'll see if he sort of, you know, he, he's the final story to this puzzle. What I'll tell you, what I said last night, we've seen this movie many, many times before. And the market two, three days later is, you know, back on its course of making all new all-time highs. We'll see. But listen, a lot of things that he pointed out, and you talked about the dollar not being a reserve currency, you know, 15 years from now. Listen, I think we both think that might be a bit hyperbolic, but it makes a pretty compelling case, too. Clearly, I, I agree. I mean, I think the Fed uh, might have been put on notice today. At, you can't tell me that folks within the Fed don't listen to stuff like that. Um, they don't necessarily have to respond, but but the market is what they should be paying attention to and, and just how scary it's going to be for them even to begin to jawbone. Um, so we've kind of had this turnaround Tuesday. And I think as we get out of here, um, you know, if you were turning on the dial right now to WBAB uh, and, and listen to our buddies over there um, and you wanted a two for Tuesday, what would you be wow. asking? What would I be asking for? Maybe a little Molly Hatchet, one man's pleasure is another man's pain into flirting with disaster. How do you like that? That's a great I, poll. And I think Roger and JP would, would, would cue that up for you like nobody's business. Cause I mean, I think by the way, that, that, what was going on with like that beast on the cover of the Molly Hatchet That was like some Norwegian, it was like a Viking, you know, with a big tomahawk. You know, it was just a very macho 78, 79 type of thing to do. I think that's when that album came out. Well, anyway, you're very macho and and, and Matt Harvey was very macho. And we're going to beat the you know what on him tomorrow. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm calling you from the stadium. We're, we're doing this from the I stadium. I look forward tomorrow. to it. All right. That. Okay. All right. What do you say? I'm, I'm in. I'm so in. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow.